Ari Meglin here with Rachel Poley and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We are on episode 67 and this week's question is what are the best marketing tactics for writers? Before we begin don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show and if you enjoy our episode please do give it a like. Okay marketing we haven't talked about this for a bit so let's jump right in. My first point for a good marketing tactic for writers is to define your ideal reader. And you may have heard this before, but I'm going to mention it again. The concept of the ideal reader, your ideal reader, is to help you kind of figure out your target audience and the best way to market to them. And by doing that, you start by figuring out simple things about a specific person. So that would be, what is the age of your ideal reader? What are some of their hobbies they might like? Are they pet lovers? Are they sci-fi nerds, music aficionados? Kind of think of it like a character in your book and build them up. And then you work out how you would market to them, to this one person you have created. Now, I always remember the first time I ever heard this, which was years ago, I didn't get it. I was like, why would I think of one person? It's like, of course, it's gonna be more people. The idea is you drill down to a single person and it gives you actually a stronger way of of marketing. I know it sounds really weird and kind of counterintuitive, but it is. And I think I always had an issue because I would go, well, I'm the ideal reader. I'm the one who wants to read my own books. You know, it's like, these books are perfect for me. And that can work. You can say, well, what is is it about you that makes it? It's like, well, you know, I'm, um, I'm obviously female. Currently, I'm in my 40s. You know, originally, my ideal reader would probably have been in their 20s and 30s from back then. But I really love my sci-fi and fantasy. I am an introvert. I'm very much into quiet time, you know, drinking tea, not too much noise, a lot of peace, love spending time outside, nature. So that would be the ideal reader if I want to break that down. But rather than using myself, I could create them as a separate person, give them a name and everything. That's, that's kind of how you do it. So once you've got this kind of ideal reader, you then think about it. It's like, what would they like to see? Do they want to see sample chapters? Are they really visual? Do they love seeing, do they like seeing book teasers and aesthetics? Do they want to read author interviews? Things like that. Because each, each reader is different. And some people don't want to read sample chapters. People don't want to have any kind of hint to it. They just want the blurb on the back of the book. And that's what they want, you know, that's what they want to deal with. So... Yeah, it can seem odd to just drill down to a single person, this kind of false person, like this little character of an ideal reader, but it really does help. And it also helps you to research where your reader would be. Saves you time on advertising on Facebook if you know that your ideal reader is actually someone who would spend most of the time on Instagram. So yeah, I would definitely recommend giving it a try. If you're not used to it, it will feel a bit odd, but it does help. Seriously, it does. It's funny that you mentioned that you view yourself as your ideal audience because a lot of advice that writers especially new writers get is that if if you want to read a certain book you have to write it yourself so with that kind of advice in mind obviously you're going to write it with yourself in mind like this is what i like this is what i would want to read surely other people will want to read it too but how do you narrow down those other people those other like-minded people So this kind of brings me into my next point for, you know, the best marketing tactics is to share your book early. Um, This is a great way to define your ideal writer, because if you share your book early, nine times out of 10, your audience will end up coming to you. Uh, One of the best ways to spread the word is to talk about it. And it's not enough to work tirelessly on a book for a few years and then bam, it's published and in everyone's faces, but they don't know about it or they don't know what it is. They don't know where it came from. 
So they're not necessarily going to care. So you got to build the hype during the writing process. And if you share experts, character sketches, and just share your general progress, like what chapter you're currently writing or editing, how the book cover creation process is going, most people who are into your genre or have any interest in your novel, they will respond. They will read these things. They will look at them and they will be excited about your book and they will talk about your book. And basically you just want to let your readers share your journey with you. Yeah, I think that's it. Exactly. It's like you said, kind of just bringing out a book and like, poof, there it is. And hoping people are going to see it because then if, if you've just dropped the, the book cover and said, this book is now out. And they're like, oh, oh, okay what's it about and if you're putting it on like twitter you've got space to put loads of stuff under that bio link so yeah and i think there's still this thing where people are still worried about talking about their book until it's done and it's like no people love to watch how it create how it's created and the build-up and they get invested they get invested in these characters as you throw bits of them out and, and that. So, yeah, I, I totally agree. Definitely share it early. Don't wait till it's published. It's such a mistake to do that. Totally with you on that. And bouncing off Rachel's point, I want to say you need to remember that marketing is a marathon. Just like writing, it's not a sprint. It takes time. It's not a case of, boom, here's a week's worth of marketing. Buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. It's done. No. If you are throwing out info about your book a week before it's launched, then you've lost a lot of ground. So you need to create a marketing plan. Work out what you want to share and when you want to share it and plot it out. Don't wait to, until you've launched it and don't stop marketing after the launch date. That seems to be a big thing these days where people just, the moment it's, it's out, they just stop. So when you're ready to publish, so when you're ready to publish, this does not mean when it's completely polished and it's like ready to go. I'm talking when you've finished the actual manuscript, but it may still need to go through edits. You might be able to set a launch date. I'd say at least six months before your launch date, you definitely want to be boosting up your marketing. And by doing that, you want to figure out what launch date is. Then you want to create a content calendar of what and where you want to be sharing things. You need to be booking yourself onto blogs and podcast interviews, maybe doing blog tours. You want to decide when to release those sample chapters. You want to create games or giveaways, anything to keep the launch in everyone's mind, get them invested in it. So like Rachel said, you're sharing your book early. These are all the bits throughout the writing journey. And then as you get further in when the story is actually finished and you are editing it and getting ready to launch, then you need to be cranking the marketing up a lot faster and a lot more. You, I think you really need to plan it because you want to make sure you're covering different platforms. You want to make sure you're covering different things and you don't want to be doing it like ad hoc. Oh, I'll just throw up this, I'll throw up that. No, this is the time when you should be thinking, right, what's the best days to post? What's the best times to post? I've already put a, a chapter up on my website. So let's throw up a character profile somewhere. Hmm, let's do a book trailer on YouTube and then share it on Instagram three days later. You know, you've got to think long term and sort of stretch it out because I have seen some people where they've written the book, they haven't shared it early and then they've sort of thrown it out on like Twitter or Facebook and that's it. And then every now and then they'll throw something else up, but it's, it's kind of too late. They haven't generated enough interest to keep it going. So yeah, it's definitely a marathon. It takes time and it needs planning. The earlier, the better, pretty much. Like the, the moment you, you start writing a book, that's when you immediately need to start thinking about marketing. 
which sounds backwards because I remember when I first started writing, um, I would look at publishers and book cover artists and all these, you know, things. And so many people would tell me, well, you, you haven't even finished the book yet. So why are you looking at these things? And for me, I was like, this is just wishful thinking. Like this is me wanting to have my book written rather than writing. And I just, you know, and it, it kind of motivated me too. Because if I found a publisher that I really liked, for example, then I could be like, oh, if I, I want to get this done, my book would be perfect for them, hopefully. And I want to get this done by the state so I can submit to them. And it helped motivate me, not to the extent that my my mystery novel is done yet, but hey, whatever. But the, the earlier you start, the better. You just need to, you need to be thinking about all the different stages of writing and editing and marketing all of once almost it kind of sucks but it helps and Ari I liked your point about when you said don't stop marketing after your launch because even though you you've been marketing during your writing process and you obviously market during the launch like if you have pre-orders and things like that you still need to continuously market after your launch which brings me into my next point which is create a community something I've always believed in is that you're not building a fan base you're building a community these people, they all have the same interests. You want them to come together and enjoy your work, speculate over it, and spread the word about it. Create a safe space for them to do that through some page on your website or your newsletter, which I'm going to say again, this is why we keep saying that it's so important to have an author website, because all of those things that Ari mentioned before about like, you know, sharing sample chapters and things like that, Twitter is not a good place to do that. Your website is, because Twitter you only have a certain amount of characters and it has zero shelf life. So your website or your newsletter where you can have separate exclusive things to share with your email subscribers, that's the way to do it. I mean, you can do it through social media and have chats or go live, but me personally, I prefer websites and stuff, but people do enjoy, you know, interacting through social media like that. But the bottom line is to interact with your community in some way and your community are your readers, and you want to get to know them and just share the love of your book together. I think that's a really good point. It is a community rather than just a fan base. And I kind of like the idea that if you build a nice enough community, they do interact with each other and they will share it amongst themselves and they'll talk amongst themselves. And it kind of builds up the hype again and it, it, it spreads it out because all it takes is someone who's following them going, oh, what's that you're talking about? Oh, that, I've never heard of that. And then it leads on and they can go, here's their website, you know, because as Rachel said, it's so important to have an author website. We cannot stress this enough. We are 100% in the you need an author website even before you start the book. Definitely. That is a that is a frigging must, seriously. So yeah, definitely build a community because you want people to know who you are. You want them to connect with you as an author and be interested in what you're doing, not just the specific book. They don't want to be, I'm only interested in this book. You want them kind of with you for the long haul. If you're going to write more than one book, if you're going to write a series or a lot of standalones, you kind of want to take them along for the ride. So it shouldn't just be hyping up a book. It should be kind of hyping up yourself, which is a good part for the community. You know, you're building a tribe. That's it, isn't it? It's building a little tribe. So obviously these are just some of the, of the marketing tactics you can do. There are tons and tons of marketing ideas, and I'm sure we'll be touching on them again because we do kind of throw in marketing podcast episodes every now and then. But I think these are some of, some of the most important to remember. And that is obviously define your ideal reader. 
you really need to know who your target audience is and an ideal reader will help to drill down to really get the best ideas for how to market to that target audience. Definitely share your book early. You want that out there before it's finished. You know, get people interested in the journey all the way through really helps. Remember that marketing is a marathon. Don't try and cram it all in, you know, the first week before the launch. You'll burn yourself out trying to do that. You want to spread it out so it's continually in people's minds. You're reminding them, but not in an overwhelming sort of way. We don't want to spam people. That's why you need a content calendar. That's why you need a market plan. And that's why you need to spread it out so it's authentic and fluid and not in too much, you know, not in, not in your face too much. And finally, definitely think about it as creating a community. You know, it's not just a fan base. It is a community. You're bringing people together. You are building a tribe, creating a safe space and spreading the word. And not just from you. You know, if people get on board, people get interested in your work, they spread the word for you. It's like your little street team. And that's what you want. So definitely connect with your readers. You aren't just an author sat on a pedestal, you know, with readers at a distance. You want to connect with them in a deeper way. Those are our marketing suggestions and best tactics that we believe. Obviously, I'm sure there's loads more. So as always, we do hope you enjoyed this episode. And do let us know what your best marketing tactics are for writers. Stick it in the comments. We all want to know. Or if you want, put it on Twitter using the hashtag The Mayor Writer Podcast. If you want to get yourself some extra content, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Mayor Writer Podcast. You can support our show for as little as $1 a month and get some extra bonus content. Tune in next week for another episode of The Mayor Writer Podcast where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Writer's Block. We hate our brains. The music, titled Inspired, is by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.